So let's walk through an example here. Let's say you have a $220,000 mortgage on a 30-year fixed rate loan with 4% interest. So if you make an extra payment of $1,050 every quarter, you'll get your mortgage paid off 11 years early, which saves you $65,000 in interest. Really? Yes, that's real math. Hey guys, welcome to this episode of the Rachel Cruz Show podcast. I'm so glad that you're here. So in this episode, we're going to talk about money moves to boost your financial game. So I thought I would bring on my friend and co-host of Smart Money Happy Hour, George Camel, to walk through these six money moves that can really help you change the way you handle money. So you will not want to miss it. But first, I'm going to share with you some money facts that we all should know, but may not. Take a listen. So today we're going to look at 10 fascinating facts about money that might just change the way you think about it. I love seeing facts because I'm like, okay, this is what's actually happening out in the world. And again, it helps me with my perspective sometimes when I can get down and out to be like, okay, this is what is really happening. So facts are your friends, as my friend Dr. John Deloney says. So let's dive in. Are you ready? Let's start with the big bucks. So did you know that the overwhelming majority of millionaires in the U.S., 79% did not receive any inheritance at all from their parents or other family members? Yeah, 8 out of 10. And while only 21% received some inheritance and only 3% received an inheritance of a million dollars or more. And those are net worth millionaires. So this is what people own minus what they owe equals a million dollars or greater. A lot of them are self-made, you guys. Like, it is so empowering to know that you can still go out and win today. And a lot of these people, again, it's not like big flashy things that they're doing with their money. They're investing in their 401k. They're paying off their house. Like, they're doing really smart things with their money, and they're winning. So it should just give you some hope that you can do that too. All right, number two, similarly, eight out of 10 millionaires come from families at or below middle income level. And only 2% of millionaires surveyed said they came from an upper-income family, which, again, gives hope that, like, yeah, regardless of how you grew up, yes, some people start further along the path, but it shows, like, you can do this no matter where you came from, what you're doing now. If you implement good money habits, smart money habits that you're looking to the future versus just the present, that you can win. And if you have not picked up my dad, Dave Ramsey's book, Baby Steps Millionaires, make sure to, because we talk about the survey so much in that book, and he writes about, you know, not only people's stories, but the plan for you to walk down to become a Baby Steps Millionaire, because it is possible. All right, we have been talking about millionaires, but what about billionaires? So out of 8 billion people on the planet, there are only 3,311 billionaires. Hmm. I don't know why. That's kind of shocking. I kind of would have thought there was more. I don't know why. 3,000 doesn't seem like a ton. But granted, we're talking billionaires, which is a lot of millions. Like, it's just a lot of money. That's a lot of money. So the U.S. has the most billionaires of any country at 975. And the next closest is China with around 400. All right, up next, something a little bit more common. Nearly 7 in 10 reward credit card holders sit on unused cashback points or miles. So you guys, the credit card companies are banking on you not cashing in and getting your rewards, and they're banking on you racking up credit card debt and paying interest and making them a lot of money. So this is one place that people kind of get so, so mad because they're like, what? You say no credit cards? 
And listen, do people have a credit card and pay it off every month and use their Southwest points or whatever, their miles? Like, yeah, some people do, but this is proof that a lot of people don't. So you end up, this is true statistically, that you spend more on a credit card because in the back of your head, you're thinking, oh, I'm going to get points and rewards. And this just proves that not everyone uses those. So you're spending more money to do nothing and, again, paying interest if you're not paying off your bill. So be aware of that. Okay, here's another fun one about credit cards. As of 2022 Q4, the average credit card interest rate is at 20.4%. So that's literally the highest it's ever been. So just imagine putting a $1,000 iPhone on your credit card, and that means you will pay $200 in interest to do that. So it is, it is bizarre how much those interest rates have gone up, you guys. And what happens, again, if you don't pay your bill in full, you are paying interest. And people that are struggling when it comes to inflation, they're struggling with their budgets or their jobs, all of it, they rely on credit cards to be the thing that's their safety net. And I want you to rely on your money. That's why I don't want you to be tempted with credit cards, have a debit card, get an emergency fund in place, and all of us will help you avoid 20.4% in interest. Woo. Now, next up, the average American spends $276 a month on impulse buys alone. So that comes out to $3,312 a year and $198,720 in a lifetime, almost $200,000 in just impulse buying. So again, not all of that is bad. Things are going to come up that you forget about. But this idea that you're just going to buy on impulse, on a whim, whenever you feel like it, ends up costing you money, so much money. So you just want to be aware of, number one, why are you spending it? What's going on? Because here's what's crazy. Two out of three impulse buys happen when you're in bed on your phone. And I'm guilty of that too. You're scrolling, you see something. So just wait 24 hours. I sometimes add to cart and not purchase and wait like two or three days. And if I still want it, then I think about it and think, okay, you know, do I have the money? Is it in the budget? All those questions. But sometimes it's just that impulse and you don't even want it. And then 24, 48 hours later, you, you don't want it anymore. So just add to cart and wait 24 hours and see if you still want it. Okay, here's one about a bigger purchase in life your car. So a brand new car loses somewhere between 9 and 11% the moment you drive it off the lot. Bump, bump, onto the road. And with a $30,000 new car, that's $3,000 gone just like that before you even get home. Now, after one year, a new car is worth about 20% less than what you bought it. After five years, a new car will lose around 60% of its value. So here's the deal with cars. I never want you to lease a car. I don't want you to go and take out a huge car loan because you are you're paying interest on something. You're going into debt for something that is going down in value. Okay, so it's just not a good financial picture in general. Now, if you have a million-dollar net worth or more, then you mathematically can take the hit of that $3,000 the moment you drive it off the lot. But if you don't have that, I mean, get a reliable used car. You guys, there are so many great cars out there that someone else took that hit, and you could get a two, three, four, five-year-old car, and it's still a great car, and it will save you so much money. And remember, your car is to get you from point A to point B. That's what it's there for. And sadly, in our world today, it's become our identity. It's become so much more than that. But when you look at it on a really tactical standpoint, that will help you save so much money. Take the emotion out. And just say, okay, if I didn't care what people thought about this car, then you're probably not going to buy a crazy expensive car or go take a car loan on a nice car. And it's just like, okay, I can save up and pay cash for a reliable used car, which is a great plan. 
All right, another interesting fact about your car is that the average new car payment is around $700, and the average used car payment is around $515. And again, this is what's crazy is you are paying that per month, which could free up $700 in your budget. And And if you have two car payments for two brand new cars, which a lot of people do, it's $1,400. Like that's a lot of money per month that's just going out to car payments. And again, with interest and and, an asset that's going down in value, it's just an absolute mess. So instead of that, invest it. Let your money work for you versus paying interest. It's a way to think about it. All right, this one, this one's a little scary, this fact, but one in four working Americans have $0 in retirement savings. Not a fun thing to think about, but here's the deal. Retirement is going to happen, right? Like if you live a great life, and I think the life expectancy in America I saw was like 79 years old, 80 years old. So when you get to that point, like you're not gonna wanna work, right? Like everyone, most people, it's like, okay, when I get to retirement age, I wanna be able to retire. So you wanna be able to plan for the future. And I get it. If you're not a saver and you're like, you have to put money away that you could be using now, it is hard. Like when we fund, you know, Roth IRAs and our 401k, all of that, I have to tell myself, future Rachel is going to be so happy (laughs) that present Rachel is doing this. But it is hard just to put money away and know that you're not going to see it for decades. But when you become older and that retirement age starts creeping in, you can have peace. So I want you out of debts, have a fully funded emergency fund, and then start funding 15% of your income into retirement. All right, the last interesting fact, which kind of goes back to the last one we were talking about, according to the Social Security Administration, Social Security benefits are only meant to replace about 40% of your income when you're not working, which means if you solely rely on Social Security, you're going to have to cut back your lifestyle by 60%. So please do not rely on the government to be your financial planner. Do not rely on the government to be the thing that's going to help you in retirement because some people would even say Social Security is not even going to be there when we when I get to retirement age. Again, you could argue that. But the point is, don't rely on them. You take control of your money. You say, hey, I'm going to get out of debt, get an emergency fund in place, and start funding my own retirement for your future self, and that will give you such peace. All right, I know we covered a lot of these facts, but again, I just want you to understand like what is going on in the world. We hear some lies around you know, wealthy people or debt, whatever it is. And when you get the facts around you, it does help you kind of steer, hmm, what do I need to be doing? Or I don't want to be that, or I want to be that. So what are the steps I need to take to avoid or to help me get to this financial goal? So the biggest part is to understand that you're the one that has control of your money. You're the one that has control of your spending. You're the one that has control of your income. And you have the ability to wake up and make decisions about your money that's either going to further you or push you back financially. Because ultimately, I want you to have financial peace. I want you to have this confidence with your money to be able to say, man, I can sleep good at night. I can, you know, do the things that that I enjoy and that I want to do. I want to change my family tree. I want to give generously. And all of that is so, so key when you understand that you have the ability to make money decisions that can help you. And you guys can do it. You can do it. Hey guys, it's Rachel Cruz here to tell you about a faith-based alternative to health insurance that can make healthcare more affordable, Christian Healthcare Ministries. CHM allows members to share each other's healthcare costs, and it's as easy as one, two, three. Step one, choose the healthcare provider you want. Step two, submit your eligible bills. And step three, get reimbursed. 
CHM members, take care of your eligible medical bills. With no networks and the freedom to choose your healthcare provider, CHM is the best option for Christians who want to take care of their families and help other believers. Find out more at chministries.org slash budget. Today is all about upping your financial game. And I thought, what better way to talk about upping your game than to have George Camel on? My co-host. Is that because I'm constantly up in the game? Up in the game, George. All the time. I've never felt cooler and less cool (laughs) at the same time. All the time. So we co-host the Smart Money Happy Hour podcast and YouTube show, and we just have a lot of fun. And I thought, man, George would have some great insight on this topic. And I just think it's important because there's small tweaks people can make that can really change their financial game. Yeah. It's the little things and they add up to where you go, oh my gosh, I have money. Yes. That's what we want for you. Because you can like cut Starbucks and all of that, but this stuff is actually, you're going to see movement. It's the big stuff. Yeah. You're going to see movement, which is great. Okay. So start us off, George. All right. Number one, shop your insurance rates. For a lot of us, insurance is kind of the set it and forget it type thing. We get it one time, then we never look at it again. But here's the deal. Life changes. Rates change. And don't forget, you're not married to your insurance policy. So if you don't like the rate you're insured charges, you're wondering, can I get a better deal? I would check once a year, shop it with an independent insurance agent to see if you can save hundreds and hundreds of dollars a year. And your current company may be willing to price match a better offer to keep your business. We like that. Yes. Well, competition. This honestly can save thousands of dollars because it's not something that people think about doing a lot. And so, again, if you haven't looked at it and shopped rates in a few years— you could be shocked to know, oh my gosh, I could really save a lot. Well, and a lot of people, they're like, oh, my college buddy works at State Farm and he got us set up a decade (laughs) ago. And you realize, oh, we've been getting ripped off for a long, long time. Totally. It's time to change. And so I always recommend people shop with an independent insurance agent who's not captive to one company. Yeah, which is so nice. We use Xander Insurance. Yes. And and it is great, right? So when you shop with that kind of person, like an individual broker, you get all different kinds of rates from all different companies, and you're not just pulling rates from one company. So it is. It's just helpful to shop around. And I like the peace of mind knowing I'm getting the best deal. Yes. Okay, as a frugal person. That's all you want, George. That's all I want in life. Is that too much to ask? Too much to ask people a good deal. All right. You got it, George. All right. I would say look at your tax withholdings because if you have too many, then that means you're going to be getting a big tax refund. So what that means, it kind of sounds like financial lingo. It's pretty nerdy. Yeah. So tax withholding is simply where your employer takes a certain amount of money out of your paycheck for taxes and sends it to the federal government on your behalf. And again, if they send too much, then you get a tax refund. So the goal here with taxes is we don't want you to get a big refund, but we also don't want you to owe a ton. So you really want to find that balance. And the problem is, is people, again, they they send too much to Washington and then they get a refund and they could have been using that money to pay off debt. You could have been using that money to save, to spend, to go on vacation, to go out to dinner, to give. Like you could use that money on things in your life right now and instead, it's just sitting in Washington, interest-free, doing Gross. nothing. Why would you give Uncle Sam a loan interest-free? Ew. Charge that man some interest, okay? He's should. charging us. We should. So, so you want to get this number as close to zero as possible, which right. is really difficult. You might owe a few bucks. You might get a refund of a few bucks. But you don't want to be way too far on either side. Yeah, that's right. So I'd rather owe money than get a refund, which me, is crazy. Me too, George. People are like, why would you want to owe— because yes. it means I kept the money inside right. of the government. And here's what's even crazier. Again, not that you want to do this on an extreme side, 
but we usually, the cruise household, we usually owe taxes. That's usually kind of our game plan. We, I don't think we've really ever gotten a big refund because we would rather pay less taxes and then have to write a check to, to cover the difference at tax time, which hurts and sucks, but whatever. But it's sitting in a money market account. Oh, Our growing. money growing. And so you're kind of making some money to do Two, it. Two, three, four percent. I know. It's not I'll bad. I'll take that. So I'd rather do that than get a big refund a year later. So, so you can change this with the W-4 form. So hard word to say. So talk to your employer, get the W-4 form, there's a new one, and you can change your withholdings so that you get closer to zero. And you get money back in your paycheck, so that'll change. Love it. Mm-hmm. Okay, here, here's one that is counterintuitive, Rachel. Make an extra house payment every quarter. And the math on this one is amazing. You're going, well, this is a money move to save me money, but it's costing me money? No, no, no. That's where you'd be wrong. So let's walk through an example here. Let's say you have a $220,000 mortgage on a 30-year fixed-rate loan with 4% interest. So if you make an extra payment of $1,050 every quarter, you'll get your mortgage paid off 11 years early, which saves you $65,000 in interest. Really? Yes. Is that right That's math? real math. <laughs> Just kidding. That's insane, though. So you're going to be mortgage-free 11 years early and save $65,000. All day, every day. All That's day, what I'm talking every about. day. 65 grand back in your pocket instead of interest. And before yes. you make extra payments, check with your mortgage company first. Some companies only accept those extra payments at specific times, or they might charge prepayment penalties. And when you do make the payment, make sure it's applied to the principal. Add a note, check the box, make sure it's going to the principal, not just next month's payment or the interest. So and good. I'd check the math on this one because we paid yep. our house off early. Yes. So we got a 15-year mortgage. And we paid it off in 26 months. So I looked at the numbers. We paid about nine grand in interest over those 26 yeah, months. Yeah. We would have paid 50 grand if it was on a full 15 years, and we would have paid $106,000 if we had done a 30 year mortgage. Is that insane? What are you, you going to do with $106,000 saved? That's Seriously. how I look at it. I'm yes. like, it's like, you just made $106,000. So we, we saved almost hundred grand by paying yeah, off amazing. our house early. That's so amazing. do what you got to do. Make those extra payments. It's so worth it. So worth it. All right, next, I would say don't stop learning about money. So I know it kind of sounds cheesy. They're going to say don't stop believing, and I got excited. That you, this is, oh, I was about to start. Oh, she's finally going to sing it. I'm not going to sing Don't stop. You got it, George. Learning. No, 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 I can't. It just doesn't can't. have the same ring. In the moment, I was right there. I was right about to like go over the singing hill, but I, but I paused. You're more of a learner it. than a singer. I break it. I think we can all agree yeah. on that. So I really, again, it sounds kind of cheesy to be like, keep, be a learner, you know. But honestly, there's so many things that change in the financial world. Some of it can be really confusing and hard to understand. But if you kind of keep up and know, okay, what's going on? What are the trends I need to avoid? Where are things that I actually could grow and learn in? Because what I'm doing right now isn't working. All those questions are so important. And George, we do this all the time. We read articles, we research. My brain hurts. I'm constantly learning so much. I'm constantly reading articles, looking at Twitter threads, and all kinds of yes. things on the internet just so I can keep up to date. Right. And, and this people is send our, us stuff all the time, too. Yeah. And this is our job. So obviously, we're going to be doing a lot of that. But just for your own personal well being, like, Read books about money. I just read The Psychology of Money. Yes, it's you were a, talking about it. It's this. so great. It's a great book because even as I was reading through it, I'm like, some of it was really simple. A lot of it's stuff that we teach, and it's just kind of your mindset around money, but it just validated what I was doing and what I believe. And it also challenged me on a couple of things where I thought, oh, that's a really good point. I hadn't thought about it like that. But again, it just expands your mind. So whether it's a book, whether it's a podcast— I don't care what it is. Keep learning and growing when it comes to your money because that's going to help you make decisions. And when you start to do that, I feel like it just ingrains in who you are and creating good money habits. That's the goal is like it just 
becomes second nature to you, especially I, if you I have great like, input coming in. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I, I feel like you. if you're if you're constantly reading versus just consuming media and Netflix, I feel like you're li- you have a better quality of life. Like the I people who are that. like, I've read seven books this month. They have their life together more than the guy who's like, did you catch episode three of <laughs> Selling the, Sunset? You know. <laughs> Which don't, I know we love Selling Sunset. Don't hate on Selling no Sunset. Shame. It's a great show. But you show. have a very balanced approach. You read a lot of fiction books. Yeah. You watch a lot of TV. You keep up with pop culture. But you also make time to learn and grow. I, I, I respect true. that. And I'm watching less and less TV these days, George. Wow. I know. I don't feel like as up on the Netflix game. What about Ted Lasso? I know. It's out. So I hear we've not watched it Oh, yet. my gosh. Is it so good? Put down the book and watch some TV. No, I've watched the first two seasons. I haven't watched the new one. Okay. Good start so far. We're deep in it now, so no spoiler alerts. Okay. Don't don't give away too much. Next up, talk with a financial advisor. So if you're on baby step four, which means you're out of debt, you have a fully funded emergency fund, now you're investing 15% into retirement, make sure you've got a financial pro in your corner. Even if you or your spouse, you're well-versed in financial topics. I mean, Rachel's a giant nerd, and she still has a financial (laughs) advisor that they work with. Do you have one, too? Yes. You're a bigger nerd than me, George, I would I say. know. I love these. I mean, I, I pepper them with questions where I'm like, they're, I'm probably annoying them. Because I'm like, wait, tell me more. <laughs> I, I want to learn more. What about the withdrawal rate? Okay. So we talk about finances for a living, and we still seek out guidance yes. from what we call SmartVestor Pros. These are financial advisors that our team vets. We trust them to keep you on track with your investing plan. And let me say this, Rachel. It's not just about picking the right mutual fund. There's so much more that they do. Yes. Oh, my gosh. I mean, they get into everything. A great financial planner will sit down and look at your whole picture. Again, we do this every January with ours. And it's like, and it's amazing. Even when we're talking about our giving, he's like, well, you can open up this thing and give out of here and it helps with tax. And I'm like, what? I didn't know that. I mean, like the stuff that they know, because they live in this world so deeply, it's unbelievable. And they see your blind spots. They see the stuff you're not seeing because they're, you know, 30,000 foot view looking at this. And they have experience with other customers. So that's what I found. Even our advisor was like, yeah, I had a guy in here yesterday and we did this, this, and this because of this. And I was like, oh yeah, there's other people in the world that are doing, having, you know, come to you too. So like they just You're have- not the first one to encounter this. That's right. Yeah. They have a lot of experience. And again, they're looking over your whole picture, which is so helpful. Yeah. Like tax planning, estate planning, yeah. a holistic retirement strategy. And it gives me confidence and peace that what I'm doing is right. That's right. Absolutely. So Absolutely. we're going to put a link in the description if you want to get in touch with one of these SmartVestor pros in your area. Yes. All right. Last but not least is to cut the fat in your budget. Get it out of here. Get it out of there. Get it out of here. Put that budget on a little diet. Because what's hard about a budget, or I feel this way, if you've been doing it for a while, especially if you've been doing it for a while, you just have line items in there and dollar amounts that maybe you you just roll over month to month to month to month. That's how we are. And we went back and reevaluated our budget this year. And I was like, oh, yeah, well, we have X amount in this line item. Because it's just how it's always been. Like, that's how. And you question that status quo and question, do we still need this? Should we still be doing this? Uh, And again, it helps with just like looking at subscriptions. I don't know. Everything holistically of the expenses of the month, you're able to look at and say, okay, question, do we need this? Uh, you know, like we, on Tuesdays, Amelia does gymnastics. So we always go to Chick-fil-A on Tuesdays. And it's just Ooh, like, it's what you do. It's a tradition do. now. It is. It's the tradition and it's fine. Uh, but we've recently switched to soccer, George. So Whoa. we're stopping gymnastics. So What happens this, now? 
I said chili in the crock pot because her practice is a different time. Oh. All of it. And I was like, buy Chick-fil-A tradition. It's over. I thought you were going to be like, we're moving on to Sonic now. Yeah. <laughs> Soccer know. Sonic Tuesdays. I know. So again, it's a, it's a change in schedule and things, but it makes you question, oh, well, we've just always done that. And now we're changing it. And it actually will probably end up saving That's money. That's a good call. Any other things you've cut in the budget recently? We're like, we realized we didn't we didn't need that. Uh, two subscriptions, George. Whoa. Yeah, I know. So we did a Showtime subscription. Speaking of TV, we're back to that. Uh, Succession. I oh, think it was Showtime, okay. right? Is that right? It was Potentially. And so we watched like three or four episodes. We got into it, and then you, we fall off. We fell off the train. But you're but still we were, paying for we it. still paying for it. And I was like, Ugh. So we Cut mixed that. And then Hulu, because the Kardashians— I watched all the Kardashians, and that's the only reason I got the Hulu. Is it over now, or so, are they still So going? Winston was like, can we cut Hulu? And I was like, I never watch it. I don't know why that hurt. Like, I, well, it's I feel emotional. Like I you have an emotional attachment. To Hulu, why? Yeah, and I don't know why, because I don't watch Hulu until the Kardashians come back on. So I'll probably resubscribe and wow. binge the Kardashians. Anyway, so it's that kind of stuff that I'm like, that's oh, big. man. So wow. even my, like, iCloud, I pay for Dropbox yeah. and iCloud because I want extra backup. Dropbox. Wow, double back. No, but I cut that one in because I was like, I just need like the double. I cut a big one, Rachel, and it, made me, it was like a weight <gasps> off my shoulders, literally, because I cut my gym membership. <gasps> how many months if, did you not I don't know if you go? can tell how often <laughs> I've been to the gym the last few months, but it was a total of two since 2023 started. <laughs> oh, that's embarrassing. Not terrible. I went two times. I got so stressed the last time I was there because all the bros are that they know what they're doing. Oh, it's the worst. They're focused. Yeah, I can't do it. And I show up. I don't know what to do. I go to the sauna and just go home. (laughs) So I cut it, but then I was like, you know what? I'm going to see if I can get a refund. And they refunded me. They did? Yes. George Campbell, well done. So I got hundreds of dollars back. So there's your pro tip. Cancel, but then also ask for a refund. You're like, hey, hey, I didn't use it. It's not what I expected. I don't know what to do. Would you, would you be willing to give me a refund? That's amazing. That's so, amazing. But it felt good getting that out of my budget just in time for lawn care season to start. Plug it back in then. So now we got Use our that money somewhere mode. else because it's great. I know. That beats the gym any day. For Watching sure. someone mow your lawn while you eat ice cream. <laughs> This is better for my stress level, but which is overall very do the important for my audit. health. The so. budget audit, it sounds so lame and nerdy, but it is so freeing because yes. then you get it's addictive. Yes. Like, where else can we cut? Let's check our no, insurance. No, no, about that. Let's cut the subscriptions. Ah, you're sounding like my Let's husband Let's stop now. eating out. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, I know. She's makes me nervous. Makes me nervous. She's literally getting scared. Oh, my gosh. Because that's my what husband. What would be the He's one like, thing? How about the, the miscellaneous category? We have a set amount for that. Yes. That we've had for years. And it's just it's my, it's my safety. It's just, it just feels good to have a lot because I know I'm going to be spending money on stuff that I don't know what category and it's just a What's safe place. What's an example and of something where to, you're like, and he what wants fall to into shrink that? it. He wanted to shrink the miscellaneous category. I was, Winston, like, I was like, Winston, we can't Winston. shrink that. Like, if you're that watching, Winston, security. don't take that away from her. It's all she has. No, it's my security blanket. That's what it feels Gosh. like. I, I need Why that amount. strip us of all our joy, Winston? <laughs> He's not watching this anyway, so I can say all this. It's fine. Oh, so yeah. It's It's good, though. It's good to do, though. It's good to challenge yourself. It's good to challenge yourself because you'll end up saving money. So That's what it's all about. Okay, so those are six pretty simple money moves. It could feel like a lot. So listen, I'm going to just challenge you. Try to do all six this year. That's good. And you could save thousands, maybe even tens of thousands of dollars on some of this. So it will upgrade your finances. You will find some cash, and I promise it will help so, so much. So. Yeah, you'll get a gold star. If you do all six and you report back to us with how much money you saved, I don't know what we'll do. We'll, we'll send them something. Uh, for sure. Absolutely. I'll make that promise. We'll figure it out, but yeah. It's the honor system, okay? Don't lie to me. Don't lie. Be truthful. Be truthful. George, thanks for coming on. Always a pleasure. I know. It's so. This is also helpful because, again, helping you guys find some margin in your budget is— 
It's what we love. It's, it's what it's about. We love to do that. So, uh, George, you have some pretty uh, big news. You want to share it? Huge news. You want to share it? Yes. I was really jealous of your YouTube channel, and so I'm finally getting one of my own. The George Camel YouTube channel is coming to your eyeballs April 3rd, and the content is going to be fun and snarky and deep dives covering all the trends, all the traps, helping you understand what the heck is going on out there with money, how it affects you, and I hope you tune in. You're going to do great. Thank you. I need the encouragement. As a YouTuber, it's scary because I feel like the old guy in the room. Okay, see, yes, and I know y'all are watching on YouTube, so I know you're here. I don't feel like plugged into like the YouTube crew. I feel like you are, though. I feel like you're like, you're the trendsetter, George. Wow. Go out there and fly. All right, you guys, make sure again, go subscribe, check out George Camel's new YouTube channel and fly and be free, George. I need this to fly, so here's how we do that. You all need to go and subscribe to the channel right now so that this plane can get off the ground. Yes, seriously, go subscribe. Because what we mentioned earlier in this video about, you know, Filling your your brain with knowledge with money is really important. And George, that's what I'm here for. You're gonna do a great job with that. They call me the brain filler. (laughs) Sure. Just the nickname that we all wanted. That we all wanted. I've done worse. (laughs) Well, hopefully you guys enjoyed that conversation. George Camel, he's just the best. So thank you, George, for being on. And thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. So make sure to share this episode uh, with some of your friends and leave a review. It helps us out so much. And again, make sure to check out George Camel's YouTube channel that is launching. So make sure to see everything that he's doing. It's gonna be some awesome, awesome stuff. So thanks you guys again. And remember to take control of your money and create a life you love.